Dr. Bang Nguyen, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're looking at how CEOs' pay is decided and whether or not they are overpaid or underpaid. You have done some research on this recently, and surprisingly to most of us, you have found that CEOs are worth their weight in gold to their companies. First of all, let's begin by asking how CEO pay schemes are decided. In any public company, the CEO pay package is decided by the board of directors. And normally, the pay package includes a couple of components. Fixed salary, in, in the terminology of research, we call it cash compensation. And then you have bonus which is also in terms of cash compensation, and then you have compensation in terms of options. So the answer to it is very simple. The board of directors, the body that represent shareholders, decide on CEO compensation. You did your research. How did you go about it, and what did it find? Our research actually tried to bring a very straightforward answer to many controversies that we have now. We tried to measure how much an executive is paid as a function of their contribution to firm value. And the, one of the major findings that we uh, obtain from our research is that on average, a, a, a top executive brings home 80% of what they create for the firms. If you now look at the headlines in the newspapers, whether it be bankers' bonuses private sector CEO salaries, the public sector CEOs of local authorities are are now being brought into the limelight because they are earning more than the Prime Minister or indeed, you know, the chief executives of banks, RBS, Stephen Hester were in the news for their profits. Do you think that CEOs are overcompensated for the work they do? The the result uh, from our research is clearly saying that on average top executive in the U.S., we are doing our research in the U.S., are not overpaid at all. In general, the labor market for top executive is quite good in the sense that an average top executive is paid as a function of their contribution to shareholder value. Now, there are some nuances to our recent. We do find that some top executive are truly overpaid in the sense that they are destroying shareholder value, but in the same time they they bring home huge pay package. On the other extreme, we also find that some very good uh, top executives are underpaid in the sense that they are not pitched much as a function of what they contributed to firm value. If you look at the Financial Times today, the front page is about CEO salaries. And indeed, they are talking about the issue of how you decide them. Should it be done by benchmarking, you know, looking at a CEO's salary within their sector or comparing their salaries across all sectors? People talk about the need for transparency. Uh, should it be based, a CEO's salary, on, on customer satisfaction? What do you think? These are thorny issues to grapple with, aren't they? I think that the issue is sufficiently uh, complicated. So I don't think that uh, we can just, you know, say that we should do this or that on executive compensation. But the result from our research can be actually used as a guidance for any kind of potential for the regulator to do anything on executive compensation. 
in economics, we believe that the regulators should focus their effort in making the labor market more efficient, not to intervene to disrupt it. So uh, instead of saying how much a top executive should be paid, uh, the regulator should focus on effort to make the labor market more transparent in it and more, more efficient. We, we don't know any better method than you know, making the, the labor market more efficient. But if you're talking about the labor market, now CEOs' salaries as a percentage of their sort of hourly paid workers are huge. They're, they're sort of hundreds of times more th- than the people at the bottom. People are talking about a high pay commission as well. I know that, that your research was conducted in the US, but can a CEO really be worth something like you know 500 times more than the person at the bottom of the organisation? We, we, we do recognize that the gap between uh, the, the compensation of an average employees and the CEO, at least in the U.S., has been widened in the last decade. And it can create some social issues. But from the academic side of the questions, uh, the, the main reason why shareholders want to create more incentive to CEO to perform well, it is because nowadays... You know, in a, any public company, you have a huge conflict of interest between shareholders, who are the true owners of the firm, and the, the management team. And one of the ways to reduce this conflict is actually to give the top executive more incentive, not less. So I think that there is something that the, the society as a whole can do by looking into the in- incentive system for the CEOs but I don't believe that we can just, you know, say that, you know, the gap between an average employee's income and the top executive income is too large and just scrap it. So it is something that we have to take as prudently as possible. So do you think, after your research, that CEOs are overpaid and overvalued? Or, or do you think they earn their money? Clearly, uh, the recent of, uh, from our research show that there are something like 20% of CEO who are really overpaid. They are destroying from value. And still, shareholders give them a lot of money. So it is scandalous. But remember that in the same time, we also find that the other 20% of CEOs who are very good and who, who, who create a lot of uh, value for shareholders, they are underpaid. So for the average case, we, we just find that you know, the, the, the labor market is just fine. Uh, there is no particular uh, uh, signal that, that the labour market is, uh, is bad. So you're saying 20% of, of CEOs are sort of badly performing and don't earn their money. Sort of 20% really do. And, and the rest are just jogging along in the middle. Yes, it is. So basically you have the average case and the two extremes. You have really bad CEOs, you have really good CEOs and you have people in between. So depending on, you know, your point of view, you can say that the labor market is good or relatively good. You can say also that the, there is some problem in the labor market, and, and I, I do agree that there, there are a couple of serious issues in the labor market. But somehow, in academia, we, we would like to really to suggest solutions for the labor market. What are the solutions? Uh, I think that the regulators should focus effort on 
making the labor markets more transparent. One of the things is to ask all the top companies to disclose all the details related to the, the incentive package that they offer to the top executive. And uh, somehow top firms should open the competition to the, the position of chief executive officers to more people. By doing so, we hope that maybe the competition to become top executive might help reducing actually the level, the very high level of salary and compensation that some firms are offering to some top executives. So for those 20% who are earning their bucks from your research, which, as you say, was conducted in the United States, do you think the sky's the limit that, that actually you'd invest as a shareholder in those companies because those CEOs are so good and earn every penny that they make? In 1997, if I'm, I'm not wrong, when Steve Jobs joined Apple, the, the firm market capitalization is almost zero. Okay, the firm was almost bankrupt. And nowadays, for sometimes in 2010 and 2011, the market capitalization of Apple is over 300 billion US dollars. And you know what? The cash salary for Steve Jobs is exactly $1 a year. I don't think that shareholder, Apple shareholders are unhappy with uh, Steve Jobs. So that is one of the you know, counter-example, you know, uh, to what people might think of a good CEOs. We do have good CEO on the market. I will resist from naming all those who have, if you like, taken large salaries and left their companies in trouble. But, but there clearly is another side of the argument to put, that briefly we're hearing of the bad CEOs and their top salaries. We're not hearing of the added value that they can give to their companies by creating jobs and shareholder value. I think that sometimes media are too focused on only bad case. I, I can understand that, you know, uh, we need to make news, but sometimes people who are not in the news are actually creating news, and the guys who are in the news are actually uh, not, not, not the most in- interesting uh, guys in the business. So 20% of CEOs perform well and earn every penny of their large salaries. I can, I can tell you that uh, they are somehow underpaid. Our, our research clearly show that if you are a good CEO nowadays in a top company in the sense that you create a lot of value for shareholders, most of the time you are underpaid. Dr. Bang Nguyen, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. Thank you very much.